Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by a very special guest. I'm joined by Minnetonka girls hockey player Ellie Kleppinger. Uh, this past season, Ellie had 30 points in 31 games, and Ellie is also committed to play for the Minnesota Gophers um, next college hockey season, uh, so the 2023-24 season. So welcome to the podcast, Ellie, and how's everything going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on here and get started. Well, I'm excited to have you on, and thank you so much for taking time of your day and coming on. I really appreciate it. So how's everything going for yourself, uh, both on and off the ice, since your season ended a few weeks ago? It's been really good. Um, after our season ended, it was kind of highs and lows because of the loss. But, you know, we had a good end-of-the-year banquet, closed everything off, and uh, it was around spring break time, and I was headed out to Pittsburgh for uh, the U16 National Tournament, um, part of the Elite League, um, and our MSP Gray team. We made it in the fall, and so then we went out there and we actually won it. So we're national champions, which is super exciting. And then I went to Florida for a couple of days, and now I'm back in Minnesota ready to get to work again. So it's been good. That's awesome. It's stressful, but it's junior year, so what do you expect? <laughs> I understand that completely, yeah. So uh, also, how did how was Florida? Was the weather nice over there? Oh, it was amazing. I I was pale white going in, and I'm – can't move my shoulders coming out. So I got a little too burnt. Let's <laughs> that means you had a good time though. At least that's how exactly. I like about it. Exactly. Well, I kind of want to start off this podcast, like I always do, talking about the beginning of your hockey career and kind of working up to where you are now today. So uh, you're from Minnetonka, Minnesota. Uh, so talk about growing up there and how did you start uh, playing hockey? Well, I'm originally not from Minnetonka. Um, I grew up in Andover, Minnesota. Um, that's where I was born. So I started playing when I was three, um, and that's so long ago to see him. Um, I have an older brother who played, so he was the one that made me start hockey, and we played on the outdoor rinks together up in Andover. I played all the way up until um, my third year, second year of 12s, um, and then I went to high school after that, and when I transferred to Breck. Um, yeah, growing up in Minnesota, it's fun. I mean, it's a state of hockey. There's nothing better than it. You grow up watching hockey, playing hockey, and just – it's just a great experience. And who was your favorite player growing up? Was it someone on the NHL or was it a women's player on the national team? Uh, there are actually two women's players. Um, I don't want to put your name, but Melissa McMillan, um, who coached it or played at the Gophers, played at Breck, and then coached at Ohio. Um, I actually did private lessons directly next to her all growing up for about seven or eight years when I started hockey, ever since I was like three to 10 until she went to the Gophers. Um, so she was a huge role role model to me and I really looked up to her because I skated with her twice a week every week so it was really fun um and then also Maddie Rooney part of the national olympic team um she coached me when I was really young in Andover and I watched her playing boys high school hockey all throughout her high school career and she really is just a great role model so those two really were just great role models and they showed their love for the game and everything they did and so I really looked up to that now you kind of mentioned this earlier but your brother also played um, hockey. Did anyone else in your family kind of play hockey as well? And is it kind of cool growing up in a hockey family if that's the case? Actually, it's just me and my brother. Um, my parents would follow if they put on skates. Um, but no, my older brother, who's about four or five years older than me, um, he was the one who played hockey and who led me to play hockey. And it was truly a blessing having him be the one that was in front of me or older than me because he taught me a lot of what I know of the game. And he was always there as a support system in my games. He would—he he still to this day calls me before my big games and gives me pep talks. And 
he's now in college, a junior in college. He's a pilot. Um, so he's refing hockey. He's no longer playing, but he still knows the game and loves the game. He plays club and rec. And so he, he's still there. And it was just always fun playing Pondy with him, street hockey in the summer, growing up playing like on a boys team when I played boys and then he was older than me. So it was just really fun having someone else in my family that loved hockey. And so I wasn't the only one. Yeah, that's awesome. And obviously shout out to him for being a referee. Cause that's not an easy job, especially <laughs> I'm in the youth hockey levels. Is that where he's starting off or is he doing some college as well? Uh, right now he's only in youth. He's worked his way up to Bantams. He plays or he does ref juniors. Oh, that's uh, cool. Low level juniors. Um, so he's working his way up there, but he's more focused on his pilot and his pilot career right now. So, but it's definitely, I've heard some stories and it's, he's got to be brave to be out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a job that I actually would not want to do. I love hockey and I would do anything in hockey except for being a ref. It's not, yep. not so I'm, so, I'm not something I'm suited up for, to be honest with you. No, me either. Me either. So, but I will, I, I want to ask you, how's it, um, him being a pilot, have you ever gotten a phone with him? That's kind of cool. I have. Yeah. Um, one time it was when he first got his pilot license. He, so he goes to Minnesota State Mankato. Um, huge Mavs fan is what he is. Um, and so we're kind of rivals in that area. Um, but he took me and my dad up when he first got his pilot license down in Mankato. We drove down there. I was very scared. I got very sick. I don't like the small planes. I like big planes, but it was really fun. It was, it was cool to see him do the things he loved. And so that was really like inspiring to me. Because like I watched him support me and then we're going and supporting him in something that he wants to do in his endeavors. So it was really fun. Are you ever going to get your pilot license or no, not, no plans for that? No, 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 <laughs> definitely not. I'll stick with my boater's license. <laughs> now, I do have to ask you, um, how, what was the trash talk like yesterday when the Gophers played yeah. um, Mankato? That must have been interesting. Well, I was in Florida with um, a fellow MAV commit for women's, uh, Ava Gilmet, who's in my grade. And so her whole family is Mavs fans. And so I was the only Gopher fan and then I'm getting texts from my parents who are Mavs fans and they're all crapping on Minnesota. And I'm like, I'm sticking with the Gophers. If they lose, they lose, but I'm not going anywhere else here. No, that's good. Uh, at least. And obviously, you know, there's always next year. There are always Gophers are always getting good players. So they'll probably be back in it at some point in the next it's year. Great. It's great that they even made it. It's great that they made it to the floor. So, yeah. Yeah, no, and obviously Mankato is like a very kind of grindy team, and they've always played the Gophers well. So it's going to yeah, be uh, – sure. a lot of Gopher fans were telling me at the game that um, they were kind of like didn't think the Gophers are going to win, but they were kind of hoping to be surprised um, because yeah. of how good Mankato was. Yeah, for sure. Now talk a little bit about your youth hockey career. Um, what was that like, and how did it help prepare you for high school uh, with Brack when you started off? Yeah, so like I said, I started really young. Um, I played boys growing up. Uh, for a couple of years, I played mites um, with one other girl on our team because uh, the girls didn't really have a team at the time. Or So I decided I might as well just play on the boys team. Sorry, excuse me one sec. <clears throat> and, you know, it helped. I did skating lessons constantly with my brother for, I still do them to this day from the moment I've had skates on to now I'm with the same instructor. Um, so that was really good developing my skating skills and shooting. Um, very competitive summer teams all throughout my youth and from Miracle Gold to Gentry Astros to uh, Team Minnesota 2005s, uh, everything leading up to that. And then I played a uh, couple years of 10s, a couple years of 12s. And then eventually my last year of 12s, when we beat Edina uh, to win the state championship for 12s. 
I kind of was like, okay, it's kind of my time to move on and to another level of high school hockey or to high school hockey. And um, in Andover, you couldn't play high school hockey in middle school, let alone ninth grade. You didn't really play either. You could be on the team, but you might not play. So I thought, well, I want I think I have the right skills and the right competitive drive to play high school hockey now. And so that's when I made the jump to transfer to Breck. Yeah, and like you said, you started off your high school hockey career there. So what was your experience like with Breck for your time there? And I guess so what's the best memory you have with that school? Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. I started playing my eighth grade year. Um, I met a lot of new people. Uh, it was an amazing hockey community. They had won their first state championship in a while the year before I came, which kind of was a drive to why I wanted to go there because I wanted to be a champion again. And so that was a huge choice for me to make. And it was probably one of the best choices I've made. Um, Breck was a very rigorous educational school. And so that was also something I was really looking forward to was being challenged my academics along with hockey. Um, and the community I was su surrounded in was just absolutely amazing. I met some of my best friends and we've, we were really good. We were really good. So it was really fun. Every game was fun. Every moment. Um, you always miss those seniors that you wish you could get back. Um, yeah, I guess my favorite memory probably was just the people I met, mm -hmm. like the bonds I made. And I still hold to this day. They're just all awesome people. And it was an awesome place to be by the time I was there. And it was an awesome experience. Yeah, you got to play with, uh, the Zumwinkle sister. <laughs> you got to play with, uh, Carly Beanick. Uh, talk about what it was like playing with the Zumwinkle system, especially um, uh, Grace, because now she's obviously with Team USA. Yeah, I um, did not play with Grace. I missed her by a couple of years, but I played with Emily. She was my D partner. Oh, that's so that, was, that was absolutely amazing. Emily is one of my best friends. We're very, very close to the point of like sisters. And so um, it was really fun because she pushed me. Like I was, I was playing with her as an eighth grader and she was a sophomore. So it was, it was definitely a change in pace and change for me, but it forced me to get better and it was all for the better. So it was really fun. Now talk about what it was like playing high school hockey at a very young age and how did you handle that? And like, what was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to your game of playing against older players um, in high school? Well, I think first, like just off ice, like listening and learning from the mentorship of like the older kids on the team. I think sometimes like that really helped me as a person being able to play at that level because I had so many people take me under their wing that it allowed me to perform better on the ice. Um, being young, it was really intimidating being out there against Madeline Wethington, my eighth grade year when she's a senior at Blake and she has one of the hardest shots and I blocked it. And I told myself I'm never blocking another shot again. Um, you know, battling on the boards against seniors who were bigger than me and stronger than me who had four years on me. Um, but it all kind of clicked when I scored my first varsity goal. Um, we were playing Hill Murray, and I kind of was – I was very timid as an eighth grader playing. I was scared to do anything offensively, and I just was like – I skated up, and I scored, and it kind of all clicked, like, oh, I can actually do this. And then from there on out, I had more confidence. So, I mean, I just worked on and off ice. Had a good season overall as an eighth grader. We won a state championship. was super-duper fun. Um, but just wanted to get better for upcoming years. And now um, you now play with Minnetonka. So I kind of want to ask you, what kind of made you want to switch schools? And how does that process work in high school? Because obviously I know how it works in college with like the transfer mm -hmm. portal and all that. But in high school, it's something that I don't really know too much about. So I'm curious, mm -hmm. like how that whole process works. 
And how did what made you want to go to Minnetonka versus other schools you might have looked into if that was mm-hmm. the case? Yeah, so my sophomore year at Breck, um, we had several turns of events. Um, we were fully online school, which is really hard for me socially and academically. Um, we had our coaches resign mid-season last year, five out of the six. Um, the only remaining coach was Abby Rock. Um, and we had a captain teammate leave mid-season. So I kind of realized this isn't really a good fit for me anymore. And I wanted to find somewhere where it was a fit for me. And so I, I looked around, but I really was more, I'm leaving to go to Minnetonka or I'm staying. I wasn't really going to bounce from, I just kind of had Minnetonka in my mind, in the back of my mind. Um, and I loved it from the moment I like went to summer STP, I was like, this is the place for me. So we did have to move houses. Um, so the transfer rules are if you've played varsity hockey, um, from the moment you play varsity hockey, if you transfer schools, you have to either city or out on JV, or you have to move houses, physically change your address. So we moved out, um, for about seven months and then, yeah. And then I was good to go. Nice, nice. And uh, do you like uh, Minnetonka? I'm not too familiar with the whole Minnesota thing, but how's like the new house and everything? Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I I really like Minnetonka. It's a great education, uh, one of the best in the state for public schools. Um, and I love the program. It's absolutely amazing. It was so welcoming and fun and very competitive, which I love. Great jerseys too. I'm a big fan of the blue. That's my favorite color. So It took a while to adjust to, but I really love it now. <laughs> It's weird no, to wear the black again. Oh yeah, it's awesome. I I pers- I think the blue is cool. Do you only wear that like blue jersey, or is there like a white one? I feel like there is, but I haven't seen there's it. White one. Was, um, that I was looking through. Yeah, there's a white one. Um, I like both of them, but mostly I like the all blue. That's yeah, I favorite. do too. That's my favorite. I think it's the better, best one, and the best ones in the Minnesota high school hockey scene that I've seen. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Now, your team this past season was very successful. You guys got almost 30 wins. So what was the key to your team's success uh, this past year? Well, I think, um, one, we had a lot of talent. I mean, we were a very talented team this year. Um, But really, we talked about at the beginning of the year of everyone filling a role on the team, no matter what that is. And if everyone filled their role, we're going to have the best success of the season. And that didn't come right away, realizing that. But it kind of took a long conversation to be like, we all fill our role. We will get to the state championship game as our end goal. Um, and our coach had a couple sayings that really like stuck with us the entire year that led us to want to win every game, win every battle was, she would always say, refuse to lose, like refuse to lose anything, any game, any battle, any shift, and just be an animal out there. So every game, every shift, every battle, we focus on being an animal, not losing, refusing to lose. Um, so that really led to our success because it, it, brought a sense of determination in everyone and wanting to win. And so that really led us in the right direction. And what was like the key for your consistency? Was there any pressure in like um, maybe losing a game and kind of ruining that consistency that your team was building throughout the regular season? Um, We lost. Well, not really. Um, We bounced back. We just say, you know, we have another game. Once it got towards uh, sections and the playoffs, we were like, we're not losing. It's more of a, we're getting past this game, we're winning mentality, where if we lost, we corrected the things that we did wrong and we got better from there and just went on as a team. Now you individually made a lot of improvements uh, this season going from 30 point, or from seven points to 30 points. So what'd you do in the off season to make such the, the improvements regarding like your point totals uh, for this past year, but also what'd you do also to kind of improve 
the other parts of your game when you didn't have the puck uh, being more defensively sound and kind of shutting down some of the top offensive threats um, in your conference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I think too, like growing up at Breck, I wasn't very offensive. And so I think I was a stand back defense, like stop down D. Um, but after the season, I felt I could be, after my 10th grade season, I felt I could be more of a direct contributor to teams, both offense and defense. So I trained really hard in the off season. I work out five times a week. I skate. I don't even know how many times a week. Um, but my biggest improvement was just being confident out there in my skating and my shooting abilities, pressuring in the offensive zone, being, being an animal when I don't have the puck and just, that was always something I was struggling to do and really working on that, I think. And a big part of that was my coaches at Minnetonka. They really put confidence in me this year because they saw something in me. And I don't think I've ever, I didn't know I could be the player I am right now. So it's good. And what do you think is going to be the biggest improvement you have to make uh, for your senior year? Well, I think being physically faster and stronger, um, improving both my O and D skills. Um, as team captain, I want to partner with my teammates and all of us drive together to our next level of accomplishments. Now, I kind of want to get back to uh, this past season for a little bit. So obviously you made it all the way to the state championship game, but came up short against Andover. Uh, what did you take away from that game and how are you going to use it for next season um, with like motivation wise, um, trying to get back to that spot, but this time winning it, obviously. Yeah. Well, it was a heartbreaking lot. So I think one big takeaway is hard work and relentless focus on like every second pays off. I mean, Andover never quits against us. Every game we played, both of us never quit, but Andover never quit. And it was one hell of a game. Like it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I think the upside is that everyone on our team wants to get back to that game. After feeling that heartbreaking loss, no one wants to be feel that again. So I think that's really the motivation is – we learned our lesson. We'll use that to improve. We're all training really hard together and pushing ourselves to be better. And that's why I love it because it's such a competitive environment between the two or all of us on the team. Um, so then we'll work hard and then it'll get us back to that game next year. Now you mentioned that you're going to be a captain uh, for next year's team. What type of leadership are you trying to bring to the team? Are you a vocal leader or lead by example type of player? I feel like I'm both. Um, I'm a very local or vocal person, but I also like to lead by my examples because people look at examples more than vocal, in my opinion. Um, I mean, example, every shift, every game, every time you're on in the locker room, every time you're on the ice, it's, you have to be your best person. Like you want to show people the right, not the right way to be, but, um, just being a good leader and a good person is what I want to be. Like, I mean, I think one thing too, is it's my last senior season. It's my last year of high school hockey. I put, I want to have a leave it all out there mentality for the entire team because there's, especially for the seniors, we have nothing left after that in high school. So it's like you give it all you got and that's what we are going to bring on to our team too. Now talk a little bit about the Minnesota high school hockey scene and what's it like being a player in that scene because I'm not from Minnesota. So it's kind of hard for me to understand just how big the high school hockey is over there. Um, and how you guys can like pack the entire XL Energy Center for uh, state championship games. I, I find it pretty crazy. So what's it like being a player playing in those type of games and just talk a little bit about how big the high school hockey is over in Minnesota. It's huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's an awesome experience to be a part of. Um, especially like 
the girls fill up the lower bowl most likely of the XL energy center. And that's even then it's just electrifying to be in that environment. And every game it is just so fun because it's, everyone is so in love with the game of hockey in the state that it's just so competitive and it's so uplifting to all the hockey players on the ice that this is what we love and everyone's supporting us. And um, we are only like the only state like this. There isn't really another state of hockey. So um, it's very highly competitive and it's a great place to develop before college hockey. Um, for me at the state tournaments where it's most fun, like I said, playing at the X, um, it's a unique experience going in the locker rooms, having access down below, getting to walk around the X while no one is there going on the bench, taping sticks. It's just something you never forget. And I'm so grateful to have that three, three times so far in my high school journey. Yeah. And talk a little bit about like, um, I'm just curious, like, is it weird talking to people who aren't from Minnesota just how big the high school hockey scene is? I don't know if have you ever had the opportunity when you do it with like uh, travel teams and stuff. I'm just curious. Yeah, actually, I have a lot of good friends from the East Coast um, that play for tier one teams out there who I just saw in Pittsburgh and they're they play for their prep schools. And it's not as big as their um, tier one season because that is basically their high school season for us um, in terms. So they're even they are astonished at how big the high school league is here and they're like how can it be like that i was like well there's nothing really like it it's just what it is we love playing for high schools it's everyone plays well if you play hockey you play for high school and it's super fun and competitive and and then you go play summer hockey and it's but the high school season is the where it's at it's most fun no i know i might get some i guess flack for this but i'm curious to hear your perspective since you're from minnesota but I also think Massachusetts is another state of hockey um, just because like it's a little bit of a different hockey scene, not like high school wise, but like for college hockey and just like how big the Bruins are. I was curious like what people from Minnesota think about that. Or do you guys feel like you're just the only state of hockey here in the U S? Oh no, I totally agree. I believe there are other states of hockey. There's hockey everywhere. Um, I guess I never really learned about Massachusetts that much, but Mm -hmm. I've played there multiple times and I know there's the high competitive level of hockey out there and it 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 almost brought me to massachusetts for college because of it so it was it's really cool i i'm impressed by it i watch it all the time harvard and bc and bu and all of them playing it's super awesome now i do have to ask uh i saw that there was like a funny celebration that your teammates pulled off in front of your student section which i thought was pretty cool i don't know if were you a part of that and like i don't have a backstory about that because i thought that was awesome yeah so the selfie stick Yes. What you're talking about. Um, yeah. So my teammate Grace Sidera, um, she loves her cellies. Um, we practice them all the time. We do um, we do uh, shootouts before practice starts when our coaches go on the ice. So um, we're like, if we make the state tournament in the biggest game, we're gonna do selfie stick or one of the games. And I'm like, no way, we're not gonna pull that off. Like that's so funny. But we so we practiced it all week with different amounts of people. Whoever was out there practiced it whenever we scored because we wanted to do it. And I loved it because it was a team celebration. I'm not for the like all the way down the ice, like one hand by myself celebrations. I like team stuff, you know? So it was really fun to get everyone together in front of our student section. And she was out. I, I didn't even realize she was doing it. She went to the boards and she put her stick up. I was like, oh my God, it's selfie stick. And we all hold up peace signs. And it was so fun. And it was electrifying because we had our whole school there. So it was, it was super fun and it was great to celebrate with her and the other four on the ice. 
Yeah, I, in my opinion, I think my favorite celebration from your team was the one I saw like on YouTube was the one where like one of your teammates scored and like just jumped in front of the glass with all the student sections going crazy. I thought that was really cool. I thought that really showed the school pride. And plus it was at Edina too, which I know is your big rival. So I oh. thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was from our section final. Um, we were playing in Edina. We were playing Holy Family Catholic and it was the overtime winning goal. And it was our power play, um, me along with Ava Lindsay, Josie Hemp, Olivia LaRoche, and Grace Sidera. And Grace Sidera scored. And um, it was so it was so fun. It, the student section was like our boys' high school team, which they never come to our game. So it was really fun that they were there to support us for the biggest game of the year because our boys' basketball team had a section final or a section game. So no one came to our game, and they did. And they got to be celebrating for the overtime. And that picture actually – in our hockey rink in Minnetonka, we put like stickers on the walls of pictures from different moments and that picture is going up on the wall. So oh, that's cool. It's really cool. Is the yeah. selfie stick photo going to go up on the wall too? Probably not. I wish it would though. That would, I feel like you got to have some X moments like um, on the, the wall just because yeah. it's like the XL Energy Center, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think our coaches are considering it, but I'm not sure. Oh, that's awesome. How, how, what's the oldest photo that's on that wall? Is it only from this past season or is it from other seasons as well? It's from the entire Minnetonka, since Minnetonka girls hockey was a thing. Oh, wow. So you don't know what the oldest photos there though? Probably from like early No, I don't. Yeah, probably. Awesome. There's a lot of them. Well, you were saying like how you were thinking about going to the East Coast for college hockey. So I guess it's a good segue to this next question because you are committed to play for the Minnesota Gophers. Um, In a year and a half, I would say, I think that's the good timeline to put it in, but Talk about your recruitment process with that school and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked into. Well, I think like every girl from Minnesota, they always dream of playing for the Minnesota Gophers. I mean, ever since I was little, I'd always went to their games. I always wore the Gopher merch. I always wanted to go there. I looked up to so many players because they were all my coaches growing up for summer um, hockey. And so I knew that's where I wanted to go. And it was a dream of mine. It was just about making it come true. And I did make it come true when I was in eighth grade. Um, right before the NCAA rule change where communication was cut off, um, I committed. Uh, and it, it was always my dream school. I knew I wanted to go there. And when the offer pre- presented itself, I couldn't pass it up. It, it was absolutely what I wanted. And academically, hockey-wise, community, I'm 23 minutes away from the school. So it's really nice that my family can be there for every game. And it was just everything I wanted in a school in a city. So and I'm also a homebody, so it really helps. Yeah. And how excited are you to play college hockey? Uh, what's like the biggest thing you're looking forward to? The border battle between you and Wisconsin, or is it the national tournament runs that your team could have or trying to win a WCHA championship? Like what, like when you think about college hockey, like what excites you the most about it? Everything. <laughs> I think like I'm super excited to play. I want to be there, um, but I don't want to wish time away. I, I can't wait to be with the Gophers and be a part of like our succeed or our success when I get there. Um, I'm actually really excited for learning the ropes for my future teammates. Like I'm already, I'm down there hanging out with Sadie, Emily, Sadie and Emily. So that's really fun. Um, and just pursuing my studies for an eventual, eventual career in medical and health sciences and just developing in who I want to be and going for a national championship. WCHA final face-off champion, everything. I'm super excited. 
Yeah, and obviously your sophomore year, the I think the Frozen Four is going to be at Ritter, so that's got to be excited even more as well. Yep. Yep. It, I I just found that out the other day. I I looked it up because I was wondering. I knew it was one of the four years I'm there, but yeah, I wasn't when. Yeah, I think I know next year is going to be in Duluth, but then I knew one year was again, it's in New Hampshire, and then the other year it's at Ritter, but I was confused which one. But I knew, I think I thought it was here like 2025-ish, so um, yeah. that's going to be exciting, though. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Now, uh, speaking of, like, what's, like, the biggest adjustment you're going to have to make to college hockey? I know we're talking about, like, adjustments you're going to have to make in high school, but I'm assuming just from every player I've talked to, it's always the speed of the game and decision-making. Is that what you expect? I know you've had – opportunities to play against other d1 commits so it's probably gonna be somewhat similar to that yes for sure that's exactly what i was in mind it's adjusting for the ready the speed of the game i mean even just sitting there and watching the game it's like wow i really am gonna have to like quick decision making reaction time is gonna have to get faster my speed is gonna have to like get faster and i just have to know my confident my abilities confidence my abilities and i'll be ready but definitely the speed of the game and the decision making i'd agree with the other D1 commits there. Now, you mentioned her as well, but you got to play with Sadie and Ava Lindsay. You got to play with Sadie Lindsay when you were with Breck, and now you get to play with Ava Lindsay um, with Minnetonka. And also you get to play with Ava Lindsay for the next four years after this one because you're both are committed to Minnesota. So I just really want to ask you, like, what's it like playing with those two and talk about just the friendships you've made with them both on and off the ice. And Ava Lindsay might be one of the best goal scorers um, in um, Minnesota high school hockey. So how excited are you to see her show off that talent to the world in the U18 World Championships this um, June, I believe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. Sadie and Ava were like sisters. I've played with Ava since I was seven uh, through summer hockey. And so we've gotten close over the last 10 years and it's, she's my best friend. So it's, we're, we're tied at the hip <laughs> um, along with Sadie. And now, Less because I don't see her as often, but when we were at Breck, us four, Sadie, Emily, Ava, and I, we were, we were all so close. And they're great people. I, I look up to them every single day. They're my best friends, and they're my sisters, and they're just great on the ice as well. I mean, just being out there playing against them is what I love most. Like, I love going one-on-one -on -one against them because they're two of the best forwards in the state of Minnesota. It makes me better to go against them. And so... Yeah, they push me every day to be better in every area of life. Um, and I can't wait to play with them again. Uh, I'm playing with Ava currently, and I love it. Her and I work way, like, really, really well together. Um, and I can't wait to be back with Sadie. Um, yeah, with Ava, it it's so incredibly amazing that I get to go. I'm going to try and go watch. Oh, wow. It's uh, in Wisconsin, right? They, I, I saw it, they announced it. Yep, it's at the University of Wisconsin, uh, which is only about six hours drive. Well, less than. So um, I, I couldn't miss it. So I am so incredibly proud of her. And it, I was there when she found out she made it. And it, it, it brought me to tears because I'm so proud of her. So Yeah, that must be awesome, too, because it was canceled originally and then rescheduled. Mm -hmm. So um, just a lot of roller coasters regarding that tournament. But I'm glad it's yeah. being played. Me, too. Me, too. I'm excited to watch. It'll be, it'll be one heck of a tournament. Do you and Ava talk about Minnesota Gophers like playing there in the future or is it more just focusing on Minnetonka and then you'll worry about that when you get there? No, we talk about the U all the time. I mean, we've talked about it. When we committed, we were like, we have eight years until college. Like, we have eight more years together. And it's crazy to think four have already passed. So it's, we talk about it all the time, how excited we are, how we want to be roommates and like how we're excited to go to hang out in Dinky Town and just like be at the rink. But 
we're also like, we have stuff to get done here. We have unfinished business. Um, so we're ready to win a state championship and then move on to the next level. Now, have you had the chance to meet any of your future teammates besides Ava? I know Madison Kaiser's committed there. She was a senior at Holy Family. I, I think uh, Vivian Jungles from Edina, she was originally committed to Minnesota, but now she plays for Wisconsin, so I messed up on that one. Apologies for that. But I'm trying to think, like, who else uh, have you had the chance to meet uh, from your teammates, uh, for your future teammates with Minnesota? Yeah, so I actually grew up with Madison Kaiser. Um, her, along with Josie Hemp, uh, Peyton Hemp, Emily Zumwinkle, Sadie, uh, Lindsay, who else? I, I've known a lot of them for a lot of time a lot of years. Um, the Weathington sisters, uh, who else am I forgetting? I've met Ella Huber. I've met Emma Connor, uh, Tristana Tater. I've known for a couple years. A lot of the players that I know that'll be there. I've met, um, at least a couple times, but I'm really close with the ones that are going in. Um, also along with, uh, Lauren O'Hara, who's in my class. Uh, her and I are super close along with Ava and Josie. Um, yeah, but I'm super excited to meet even more people. We have a couple girls in the class above me and my class from Sweden and Finland and um, Canada, Hungary, but yeah, super excited. Yeah, that's pretty cool, especially getting the chance to learn like different cultures from different countries. That's kind of fun. For sure, for sure. So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment where I ask ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. First question is, what is the most interesting thing you've seen or read this week? Uh, actually in my time in Florida, I started a book called it ends with us and I couldn't put it down. I'm already on page 200 in two days. Um, so it's a great read. And then on the plane back, I actually watched the new Spider-Man movie that I never got to watch, which was really good. Yeah, that was good too. I saw that in theaters. Um, mm-hmm. definitely, uh, yeah, I like, I like the Spider-Man movies a lot. So I'm a very casual, like, uh, marvel movie fan like i'll watch mm-hmm. the big ones but like some of the smaller yep. stuff i won't like watch at all i don't want to do that so um, totally agree so but that was a good movie nonetheless i think for me the most interesting thing i saw this week is hockey related but frozen four just interesting oh yeah for stuff, sure especially with michigan because i know they got eliminated yeah. so i was curious to see like which players would sign in which ones would stay in. i already I saw that power signed with buffalo he was the first overall pick in 2021 oh, wow so, um interesting to see what they do in the nhl i hope they obviously do well but i thought that, sure. that was that's the most interesting thing I saw this week, but um, I'm very like, I need to start like doing other stuff besides hockey. I'm always just watching hockey, reading about hockey. I need to like try to branch out a little bit. So maybe with like music, I like music. So maybe I'll try to do something with that. Yeah. I love music. So what music do you like to listen to then? That's a great segue. I'm proud of myself. For this segue. <laughs> yeah. I thought you did that on purpose. I love um, it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my favorites would have to be country and pop. I mean, I love, artists like post malone i mean i love jb's new songs and like other pop songs once in a while some like hype rap songs before a game or something um and i'm a big morgan wallen fan every song i know every word (laughs) the side of a dust cloud that's a good song yep that's a good song trying to think what else somebody's problem this problem whiskey glasses Yep, yep. They're all good songs. I, I whiskey glasses. I didn't like. I wasn't gonna give it a chance because it would pop up in like my playlist occasionally. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But I just, it's I good. actually like left it on like on a drive, and I was like, it was pretty. Like it was. It was good. good. <laughs> yeah. It was a good song. So I shout out to him for that. He makes some good music. Yeah, he actually. Um, there's a festival in Florida, Fort Lauderdale, where I was called Tortuga. Uh, him, Luke Combs, and um, Thomas Rhett are all playing there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I missed it by a day. And I'm so mad. And it's right on the beach. And I was, 
I would have been able to listen to Morgan Wallen from my hotel balcony. Perfect view. If I would have oh, stayed. That's awesome. That's, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Well, yeah. Have you ever had a chance to see him live before? Or no, no, I wish. Is he coming to Minnesota? Cause I know he's having a summer tour. Yep. He is, but the tickets are like sold out. Oh, that's disappointing. And like the resale market's probably like, way oh, too expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah. So, well, hopefully in the future, I guess. Uh, who knows? Maybe yes, eventually. Um, and you can, he can play for you there. Yes. I'm trying to think who else. Another, I, 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 I'm the same way. I like a bunch of different music. I have like a playlist for each genre. So whatever genre I'm into, I just go to that one. But uh, for yeah. country, uh, Thomas Rhett, Morgan Wallen, or this guy named Connor Smith. I don't know if you know him. but Yep, like, I know a couple of his songs. And he makes some good music. So shout out yeah, to him. That's agreed. like my one country, like underground artist that I know. But I really like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Now, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, I have two that really bother me. Um, loud gum chewers <laughs> and people that recline their airplane chair all the way. I had it happen to me today while I was doing an essay and I was very frustrated because my laptop had to be at like a 45 degree angle forward towards me because it was so far back. Um, but not much, just those two really. Yeah. I haven't flown a plane ever, so, or at least not in a long really? time. So I don't really know too oh much gosh. about the whole reclining thing. Yeah. I'm a driver, Ellie. I drive. I don't, and I don't take the planes. I just drive places. So maybe yeah. I need to take a plane for certain things, but uh, we'll see. I think yeah. next year's Frozen Fours in Tampa, so I have to definitely fly for that one. You got to fly for that one. Yeah. And then it's going to be in Minnesota, so I definitely have to fly for that one. But yep. uh, I'm, I like driving. I think it's, I have control over everything. But yeah. I do see, I feel like that would definitely be frustrating for the reclining. Yeah. Spot. for sure for sure now if there was a movie made about your life who would you want to play yourself oh who would i want this one i didn't really think of oh if there was a movie about my life who would i want to play myself probably ava Lindsay. honestly i would really be curious to see what she would think of playing me because we are so similar but we're so different at the same time <laughs> so i i get a laugh out of that would you play Ava or would you need another actor to be um, her in that movie? Cause she would obviously have to be in the oh, movie. Oh, I would play Ava. I would play Ava. Funny. I'd play Ava good too. <laughs> yeah. That would, that'd be pretty funny. So um, yeah, I don't know. Probably like Andrew Garfield for me. I think he's a good actor and yeah. I don't think we look alike, but um, I still think he's a good actor. So that's all that counts. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's ask some questions about some of your teammates. First one is if there was a reality show made about one of your teammates, which teammate would you want to see that reality show of or think they should make it of, I guess? Josie Hemp. Uh, any reason <laughs> why? Because she is just a character and I've known her since I was three and I just love to see a reality show on her because I mean, I'm really close with her, so I know, but I think just putting it in the show would make it all the better. <laughs> Now, obviously, Minnesota has the all-hockey hair team for high school hockey, but none, no, no girls players ever get featured in it. So I'm going to ask you, who has the best hair on Minnetonka girls hockey? Who would make that all-hockey hair team from your team? Like, who would do the best, like, hair flip during the starting lineups? I would have to say Grace Sidera. She's got the curly hair. She can do the flip. Otherwise, Josie Hemp has very long long hair it'd be a very big whip mm-hmm. um probably those two because it you get a mix of a big one and then curly hair you gotta encourage them to at least do something at least to try to make the list for next season right yeah that's difficult boys go all out for that 
I'm just saying, like, maybe it's like, I know, like, one girl's player won it a few years ago, so it is possible. So that's why I want to see, possible. I want to yeah. see, like, potentially a Minas Tonka girl winning it for the second time. So, because then it'll okay. be like you, your te- you're on those teams whenever they have the all, heck, all hockey hair team for girls' hockey. Yeah, I'll, su- I'll suggest it. I won't do it, but someone else will. I bet. I'll make a bet. <laughs> all right. All right. That's good. I, I'm just trying to encourage it. That's all. All right. Totally. Now, who has the best style on your team besides yourself and Ava and anyone else who have had on College Hockey Talk before? Who's like number two, I guess? <laughs> um, Alex Alvarez. She's a senior on our team who's graduating. Um, you all, we would dress up for game day sometimes, and some of the freshmen don't really have a lot of dress-up clothes, and everyone goes to Alex's house the night before and just floods her closet. She has such good taste, and um, if not her, Josie Hemp, who also just has really good taste in clothes besides Ava and, our, and myself. What uh, what type of style does she have, Alex? Like, is it like bold. just like, I don't know, girl style, to be honest. It's with like, it's like bold. She's just a very bold personality, and you just, you know when she's in the room, she's dressed to impress, and I, I love that about her. Yeah, I feel like for the best outfits, at least for pregame, is like if you have a good hat game, so does she have a good hat game? Because I feel like that's impressive. She doesn't wear hats, no. She does oh, her hair really? really nice. Yep. I guess that's a good good I guess that's another thing to consider as well. If like you have good hair, you gotta kinda have to show it off. So. Gotta show it off, yeah, for sure. So um who is the funniest on the team? I would have to say Grace Sedera or Lauren Mack. Uh Grace Sedera is a junior on our team and Lauren Mack is a freshman on our team. Um they both are just they're just so funny at the randomest moments. Like they'll be, it'll be absolutely silent, and they'll say something that's so incredibly funny that makes everyone laugh. It's they're really funny, and they're they're fun to be around. Uh, what is uh, your if you could guest star in any TV show? What TV show would you pick? Definitely Criminal Minds. I'm a huge crime junkie, so being in an episode for one of the coolest cases, I think I would absolutely enjoy that, and I'd be totally in, totally into it. What, what what character would you play? Would you play the person that committed the crime, the victim, a detective of some sort? Like, a detective. That's a detective. that. That'll be good. That'll be good too. I feel like you wouldn't want to play the guy that did it. That, no, you, you would look crazy. So I, I <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that. So I, I, I respect that answer. Yeah. Last non-hockey question is: Who is your favorite non-hockey athlete? Probably, I would have to say Serena Williams. Um, I played tennis for the last six years, I believe. Um, and I just love watching her play. She's such a role model that all women's sports. Um, she has great dedication and love for the game of tennis. And I look up to that. Now back to some hockey questions. Now, first one is what should be done to help grow women's hockey? Um, I think really the biggest thing for the women's game to grow more, I feel like there needs to be more opportunities. I wish that there were more universities willing to invest in women's hockey programs because such as Michigan, such as other states that have a men's program, but they don't have a women's program where they have the funds for it, but maybe that way it gives other people opportunities that may not be able to go to a certain school in order to go to one. Because like, for example, I'm playing out the national tournament this last weekend and there's 16 different teams full of talent although maybe only a couple on each team are committed because of the lack of universities to have women's hockey. Um, and I think too, part of that is like also the broadcasting, um, more broadcasting, more looks at women's hockey, the more broadcasting, the more looks, like I said, so that'd be, it would open eyes to women's game and how great it really is. 
Yeah, I'm shocked that Michigan doesn't have a women's hockey team, uh, especially since a lot of good players are from Michigan. And mm-hmm. that school, I would presume, makes a lot of money from their athletic department. So um, yeah. that's a bit surprising. I don't think any – there's no D1 women's hockey program in the state of Michigan, which is very surprising actually to think yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is. Notre Dame, none of them. Well, Notre Dame's in Indiana. They should have a women's oh, hockey yeah. team as well. But uh, Michigan State doesn't. Michigan yeah. obviously doesn't. Northern Michigan doesn't. I'm trying to think Western Michigan doesn't. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Now, what advice would you give a younger player trying to pursue a career in college hockey? Well, I would say first and foremost, like, be a good teammate. I think just being a good teammate, being a good person is first priority there, um, along with being a good leader and pushing yourself and others to get better. Every day is something to strive for. Um, and for me, it was practice, practice, practice. You have to be dedicated to practice the skills you're good at and practice the skills that you're not good at because you never want to stop getting better. you got to keep getting better and keep getting better in order to play at the Division one level. And just keep an open mind. Dream big. It can happen. Now, should body checking be allowed in women's hockey? I am a no for that because I feel like we have a level of, like, rubbing, like rubbing girls out and applying somebody, but I feel like the body checking takes away from the skill of the woman's game. There's so much skill out there that it, it would just like, I don't know how to explain it. it. It's just so awesome to just watch it, how it is. And I feel like going in for a hit would just change that. You think it would, I feel like it would make refereeing the game easier though, from my perspective, That's just true. because like refs are either very strict on it or very mm-hmm. like open about it. And I feel like as a player, you shouldn't have to, like, change your style of play based on who's refereeing the game, whether you have to be a little more protective if it's, like, a ref who's more open about it or a little more loose if it's a ref that's more strict about it. So I feel like when yeah. from that aspect of things, like, yeah. referee, a ref, no matter who the referee of a game is, it shouldn't determine what a player does on the ice. So that's kind yeah, of my I take. agree. I agree with that point. Um, I, I'm kind of middle of the road for that, honestly. I mean – the skill of the woman's game is absolutely incredible that to a point where like just throwing a hit would make it just not okay. But from a refing perspective, I totally get that. I got, I got called last weekend for a body check when I went up against a girl that was, I, I mean, legit half my size. She was 90 pounds and I went in for the puck, good, good body. And she slammed against the boards and I got a body checking penalty. So from that point, I get it. Um, I did have to back off. So that sucks, but. Now, do you have any shout-outs you want to give to any of your teammates, family members, or friends? I know you mentioned a few of your teammates throughout the interview, but feel free to shout them out again or um, shout-out someone that you might have not mentioned as well or some family members, some gophers potentially. I don't know. Uh, anyone well, in particular? Shout-out to my MSP Gray team, um, Natty Champs 2022. That was super fun. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the only shout-out I have written down. Just shout-out to everyone, <laughs> I guess. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ellie. I really appreciate your time. I wish you nothing but the best for your senior year, and I know you're going to do great things once you get to college. So take care and stay safe, and I look forward to watching you play in person if you ever, if the Gophers ever come out east at some point in the next, like, four years when you're there. Yeah, we come out Sacred Heart to Sacred Heart my freshman year. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's we're out. Cool. That's our first travel. That's, that's the Sacred Heart. That's pretty interesting. Also, playing former team – I guess yep. at the time Olivia Roach too, but I think they're getting a new rank. So I'm actually, that yeah. should be a fun game. It'll, it'll be in her new rank and the secret hearts new rank, which will be super fun. Her and I are already 
we're already chirping about that game. So it's kind of funny. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Ellie. I really appreciate it, though. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening to today's interview of College Hockey Talk. If you want to check out our older interviews, make sure to do that. You can do that on the Apple Podcast page, Spotify account, or our YouTube channel where you can watch many different interviews from this podcast. Uh, Make sure you follow our social media accounts at College Hockey Talk, and I'll see you guys next time with another great interview. But until then, take care and have a great day. Bye. Had a tour close today Now my brain's dead weight like that Lost my keys, but don't give a shit Just tonight, I can sleep where you sleep From the cab up the stairs, put the keys in the lock